This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us this morning. Well, as you've been hearing in the news, Alberta Premier Rachel Notley says she is patient, but she wants to see progress next week from talks with BC in an effort to get people in this province on side with the Trans Mountain Expansion Project. She was speaking with a group or to a group of workers in Edmonton, Notley saying if she doesn't see the needle move after this weekend, she will look at implementing more options in an effort to force BC, the BC government's hand on the project. Let's check in now with Kennedy Stewart. He is the MP for Burnaby South and joins us on the line. Kennedy Stewart, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Yeah, my great pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, I know you've been opposed. You've been very vocal against uh, this expansion project. Uh, where do things stand right now in your mind as far as opposition and people who are continuing to fight this? Right. Well, I'm so glad you're covering this story. Uh, so much of the media has missed it. They've made this uh, kind of a talking battle between Alberta and British Columbia, uh, as well as, uh, you know, maybe something that Ms., uh, Prime Minister Trudeau is talking about. What, what everybody's missing is what's happening on the ground in British Columbia uh, I've done some recent polling uh, through Insights West where we found uh, 10% of the British Columbia population, uh, adult population, is prepared to engage in civil disobedience to stop this uh, pipeline, which when you expand that polling out over the whole pop- the adult population of British Columbia, that's uh, 400,000 people. That is a lot of people. And so um, I think this makes it needs to be taken into consideration uh, what actual construction will look like if it starts here in BC. Do you think that would actually translate though to 400,000 people? It's it's one thing to check a box on a poll, it's another to put yourself in the line to be arrested. That's true. Uh, we know from uh, when in 2014 on Burnaby Mountain when uh, Kinder Morgan illegally cut down trees in our conservation area, we had thousands of people uh, there, uh, local residents uh, who were intent on stopping that uh, those actions with 125 arrested. I was up there uh, during the whole time, and I can tell you that the sentiment against this pipeline has grown very uh, much, much more since that point. Uh, I don't know if you would see 400,000 people, but uh, I would think you could expect thousands and should expect thousands. Uh, with uh, And I do know from uh, just uh, my own social media feeds and what I've seen online, that it does look like uh, mid-March this should uh, all begin, uh, which is very, very distressing to me. Is it the pipeline expansion or the increase in tankers or both that to you is the the most offensive part of the project? Well, uh, you know, when there's so many people that are opposed to things, there's this, there's uh, multiple reasons for the opposition. So there's the the tanker increase, there's uh, the destruction of private property, there's the uh, lowering of values of, of public property, but there's also uh, there's also that this pipeline goes through uh, nine First Nations reserves and also about 80 First Nations territories uh, without consent in many cases. So you can imagine with our uh, you know terrible history with the, the First Nations and how they've been treated uh, when this pipeline was built in the 1950s uh, through reserves, uh, uh, you know, the existing pipeline, uh, First Nations people could not vote or hire lawyers. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of resentment uh, right across the province. And I, I think that if you force bulldozers through people's property, you're going to get trouble. Uh, but aren't there some First Nations that are also in favor of it? 
Right, and there is uh, this gets wheeled out by the uh, by the uh, Kinder Morgan all the time. Uh, most of the First Nations in favor are in Alberta, but if you talk, if you look at most of the court cases, for example, in uh, that are winding their way through, they have support of uh, they have support of many First Nations across British Columbia. And remember, this is uh, this is like building a highway. If you can't get across one section, then then it doesn't work. Uh, so again, uh, you have to treat each, each nation individually through a nation-to-nation relationship, and if one nation uh, blocks this from going through their territory, then the pipeline won't work. And I'm sure that the company is very conscious of this. Uh, they can put out all the propaganda they want, but uh, you know what's really happening on the ground is uh, you know is, is extreme opposition to this project. So what do you say to the Alberta Premier who basically is saying to BC and to the BC government, stop acting like a separate country? We are all part of Canada and this is for the good of Canada. I mean, for me, I uh, I don't know how much all this matters. Uh, if, if uh, you know, it's great talking points and it's nice drama to, to look at, uh, you know, the Premier's... Uh, you know, engaging on this issue, but what for me, my perspective, and what the whole point people are missing, uh, both here in Ottawa and in much of the media, is is the opposition on the ground to this. Uh, you know, we've had uh, we've had many indications of this, and uh, so I don't think uh, Premier Notley. I understand what she's doing. She has to represent her constituents, and she is uh, doing that. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think that to the best of her ability, but in the end. Um, you know, I don't think this pipeline is going to get built, no matter how many sanctions are put against British Columbia. Even though the Prime Minister, uh, time and time again, has said it will be built. That's right, and that's what's distressing to me. All last week in the House of Commons, uh, if you remember back in 2016, his Natural Resources Minister uh, went to a, a group of business people and said he would use defence forces to push this pipeline through British Columbia. Uh, Columbia. I uh, pushed him again and again and again in the House of Commons last week whether he would retract that statement, and he wouldn't. So, again, this is very worrying to me that uh, there's so much forceful, uh, there's so much forceful uh, wording being used by the, uh, by the uh, federal government on this without any realization as to how they're affecting, uh, you know, people's attitudes towards this pipeline. They're, they're making it worse by being so bold in their language. Uh, what are you hearing from people? You're right, because we do tend to focus on the fighting between the premiers of the two provinces on what the prime minister said time and time again in his town hall meetings across the country. But what are you actually hearing from people on the ground? Because we do, we, we've seen groups that have gone out several mornings to try and stop construction. There, are, there have been a couple of arrests. But what, what is the groundswell or is there a groundswell uh, that you're saying that, that we're just really not paying attention to, we're not aware of right now? Right. Well, the uh, the groups that are involved at this point, uh, you know, uh, they, they don't really have any connection to a larger movement from what I can see. Uh, you know, they're people that are upset, but they're not, I wouldn't be considering them uh, any leaders within the community. However, uh, when you, so for example, they aren't backed by uh, any councils or chief and council. Uh, but when we look at opposition by chief and councils within reserves, um when that starts happening, uh, you'll you'll get a completely different response. So, so again, uh, you, you know, if I was the company, I'd be trying to do the same thing. I'd be trying to play down this as fringe players. You know, uh, I think Gary Mason in the Globe and Mail called what happened in 2014 a, a bunch of professional protesters, which is completely missing what's happening here. Um, 
So again, I know on March 10th, there are some actions that are starting to be planned by well-organized groups uh, with First Nations backing, and I expect this to continue on until the project is stopped. So do you anticipate something like what we saw at OCA? I hope not. I really hope not. And this is why I was pressing the Natural Resources Minister to guarantee us that he wouldn't use the uh, Army or police forces uh, on reserve lands. Uh, but he wouldn't do so. I, I'm very, very worried that things would quickly escalate into that. If Again, you can imagine going to a, uh, uh, a reserve in British Columbia, trying to use bulldozers and backhoes to force through infrastructure that's not wanted. Um, we, we, who actually live here in British Columbia, know that that is a, a very, very... Uh, uh, there's a dim prospect of there not being a reaction against such, uh, you know, such construction. And we know when we look at Clackwood Sound and other, you know, uh, you know, this has happened before, and I'm uh, the polling to me indicates that this could easily happen again. If, uh, if we keep being bullied by the federal government. And when you say you don't think that the pipeline will be built, what makes you confident of that? As, uh, just because the amount of reaction. Uh, first of all, we have the British Columbia government who does not want this pipeline built. We have many municipalities who do not want this pipeline built. We also have many First Nations that do not. So uh, these are legal entities with considerable powers, legal powers, uh, and, uh, you know, charter rights when it comes to uh, protecting the sovereignty of their territory. But, uh, but then there's also a groundswell of public opposition against this. I mean, this is, they're building, it's, they're, built, they're trying to build a thousand kilometers of new pipelines through our province, uh, much of which uh, has, there's been no social license granted. Uh, a lot of it through public property, a lot of it by schools and through parks and um, you know, British Columbians are a feisty bunch, and uh, I expect there's going to be trouble if they try to force us through our province without consent. All right. So, Kennedy Stewart, we'll leave it there. Uh, as you said, mid-March, we may see things uh, heat up even more. I'm sure we will talk to you again about this, but thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.